You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Do not cast away your confidence is the title of this devotion, which is a word given to us by the Holy Spirit here in Hebrews chapter 10. It's not the first time that the book of Hebrews reminds us how important it is to not step out of what God gave us in Christ. He gave us this faith, this faith that overcomes the world, as Peter calls it. He gave us this faith of the Son of God, as Paul calls it in Galatians 2.20, the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. And this faith is this confidence that we now live right with God. The just shall live by faith, Romans 1 says. And that we have this spirit of faith in us, the spirit of Christ faith, his faith in our hearts. And that gives us this confidence that we are now right in God's sight, that we now are in fellowship with God, our heavenly Father, that we are now his children. And we have the knowings of God through this faith. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed not by anything that was seen, but by the word of God, Hebrews chapter 11 says. Oh, what a wonderful thing that we have this confidence that has been given by God that even in moments of great frailty and weakness within ourselves, this faith comes up in us like a shield against that weak human nature of ours and makes us believe despite the circumstances. So today, I want to talk to you about do not fling away from you, cast away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. So here I want to start reading in Hebrews 10 at verse 32 through verse 39. But recall or remember the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle with suffering, partly while you were made a spectacle, both by reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became a companion of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. That's verse 35. That is a scripture I want to encourage you to meditate on, to pray, and let the Holy Spirit write it into your heart and mind that it lives there and constantly charges you from within. No, no, I'm not going to give up. I trust God. My God is the creator of heaven and earth. There's nothing he cannot do. There's no purpose that can be withheld from him. No, I rely and depend on him, my light and my salvation, and on and on. So therefore, therefore, knowing that you have a better and lasting possession awaiting you in heaven. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great recompense and reward, for you have need of endurance that after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise of what he's prepared for you for yet a little while. 
and he who is coming will come and not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we're not of those who draw back to perdition, destruction, but of those who believe in the saving of the soul. I am so grateful that statement is here. And you find the same statement in Peter where he quotes that same scripture. And we believe in the saving of the soul. Oh, I believe, my dear friends, that my Father who is God and the creator of heaven and earth is faithful and just to sanctify our whole spirit, soul, and body and present us blameless, as it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now here, I want you to receive this word today. You have this confidence. You have it. You do. You have this confidence. But like any saint of God, goes through times in their lives and sometimes that time can be quite a season that it feels like you've lost your confidence. You've lost that poignant spirit of faith inside of you that gives you that breakthrough, that hold fast, that enduring, persevering determination of faith. And you kind of feel a little bit cowardice. You feel weak and timid. And here the Apostle Paul writes his last letter to his dear friend who was like a son to him in the ministry, Timothy. And he says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, he says, I remind you in verse 6 to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, that is timidity, that word fear there, but power and love and a sound, clear mind. In other words, you have the ability to reason and know, no, I know that's not God. I know this is God. So you have the ability to reason. That's what it means, a sound mind. You have a grip on your thoughts. You've not let Satan get a grip on them by twisting them. No, praise God, we are well aware of his mind-orientated strategy and give him no place, but resist him steadfast in faith, knowing that our Father is for us and with us. And here he said, Paul is writing to dear Timothy while he's in a dungeon in Rome, awaiting execution as he was taken outside of Rome during the days of Nero and was beheaded. Beheaded, And here Peter was in a similar season of his life where he was crucified upside down. And you could see that in the Apostle Paul, there was not this timidity, this, this cringing insecurity, this cringing feeling threatened by anybody and everybody didn't exist inside of him. He never mentions Nero. He never mentions what they were ready to do to him, except that he was ready to go and enter his reward because he knew the Lord was standing ready with with his hand stretched forth with the crown of righteousness that he would give to him and not to him only, but to all of us who have held on to him in faith. And here he is in that dark dungeon writing an encouragement letter. Timothy, you have confidence. 
You have this spirit of faith in you. It was in your mother and in your grandmother. And you have it. I know it. I've seen it in you. Now stir it up, Timothy. You don't have a spirit of fear, timidity, cowardice. You You have love and a sound mind through the Holy Spirit. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Oh, glory to God, I feel that power. I feel that Holy Ghost power in my being right now coming out to you and saying, you have confidence. Say it, I have confidence. Oh, praise God. You have this confidence of faith. You have this spirit of faith. You have the power to break through and shake off whatever's holding you back and making you feel weak and powerless. You have the strength of the Lord Christ Jesus, our Lord. Read Philippians 4, 13, how He, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But in Philippians chapter 1, Oh, how I love these scriptures. How I love these scriptures. I I would just love to sit here and read you all my favorite scriptures, but I don't know if I could ever stop because they're all just so life-giving. And that, of course, is the secret of Christ in our hearts, that He is the life-giving Spirit of the Word of God. He makes every promise, yea and amen. But listen, this is Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 through verse 30. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel, and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them a proof of perdition, but to you of salvation and that from God. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in Him, but also to suffer for His sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here is in me. (laughs) The spirit of confidence, faith, blessed assurance, You could sing it. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of His glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation. I'm purchased of God. I'm born of His Spirit and filled with His love. It's a bit my paraphrase, but this is my story. Oh, glory. I want to sing it all now. Dear friends, you have confidence, but you need to stir it up. You need to stir it up. Let faith arise and let my enemies be scattered. Every time Moses would rise up from the camp, he would say, let faith arise. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Oh, my friends, rise up in the faith of the Son of God that is in you and his love will never fail you and you will see the miracles that are awaiting you. You know how it makes the Lord so happy to see your confidence rise to new heights. In Luke chapter 10, oh my goodness, this is such joy to read these things with you. I I just feel such happiness in my spirit this day with you. But Luke chapter 10, the disciples returned with joy to the Lord Jesus and said, Lord, 
Even demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. The Passion Translation says, while you were ministering out there, I saw the powers that were ruling over that region come falling down and lose control over those precious people there. And he says, behold, I give you authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are known in heaven. And at that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. For even so, for so it seemed good in your sight. You see, it made Jesus rejoice to see the confidence in his disciples, the confidence of faith that his spirit gives you. Come on, some of us, we've kind of lost that confidence. We now cower to the challenge. We cower to the illness. We cower to the negative reports. We cower. <laughs> I understand that feeling. I do, and I say it compassionately, not rebukingly. But folks, the Lord Jesus will heal you from that spirit of timidity and cowardice and give you that renewed, confident joy because you need it to enter your new day. You need it. So I want to go to Joshua chapter 1 and I've got just this part and then one little scripture I want to read with you in closing. But in Joshua chapter 1, the people had been mourning for 30 days because God said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, why I find that statement so important that God said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Why is that so important, Pastor? Because in Luke chapter 9, verse 29 through 31, we see Moses appearing in glory talking to Jesus about the death that he was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. So even though he's dead, yet we see him alive. Oh, praise God, when you begin to know the gospel that Jesus came to abolish death and bring life and immortality to life through the gospel, as it says in Timothy. <laughs> and here they had been mourning for 30 days. Any of us can sometimes go through loss in our lives and it can affect our confidence. It can affect our feeling of, I can do it. I can do it. Like the scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in Philippians 4.13. And, and we've kind of lost that I can do it. We've given up on it. We're not rising up with renewed passion and vision and inspiration. I'm not just talking about in our Christian faith, but also in business or in a marriage relationship or in a friendship or family relationship. You got beaten down. You got knocked down. You got hurt. You got wounded. <laughs> Moses was dead. You know, and you could sit there and kind of go, well, what are we going to do now? Moses led us. Moses he was the man. He spoke and it happened. What are we going to do now? And then look what the Lord says. Now, therefore, arise, go over the Jordan, which I am giving to, uh, uh, and 
go over the Jordan, you and all the people to the land which I'm giving them, the children of Israel. Every place the sole of your foot has tread upon, I have given it to you, as I said to Moses. And then he says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. What made Moses phenomenal was the Lord. I will not leave you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. Only be very courageous so that you may observe to do according to all that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from the word that I gave through him to you to the left or to the right so that you may prosper and make your way prosperous. What's the Lord doing here? Building up our confidence. See, sometimes we need the Lord to re build our confidence because we have kind of lost it. It, It's fallen down a bit. We don't have that same poignant push through faith. And the Lord needs to build us back up again. And I want to encourage you today. The Lord is here to build you back up. So I close with 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 and 14. Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. Love. Confidence without the love of our God and Savior is not the kind of confidence that will give Him glory. God wants you to have confidence, but not in some brutish self-effort, but in the sweet, fragrant, self-sacrificial love of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who empowers and enables you to be able to do all that God predestined you to. Come on, rise to a new day. Amen. Have a good day.